and welcome to episode 24 of Expensive Science Baby. I'm Amy. That makes me Chris. Uh, welcome. How you doing? 24 episodes. It seems like a lot. Eh. Okay. <laughs> it is a lot once you start and like you break it down to see how long it actually is. Once a week. It's like six months. <laughs> That's a long time. I know. We were figuring out this out on the other podcast where we are like, or actually, yeah, the other podcast, we were like 31 episodes or something. We're getting yeah, you're going. like a month ahead. Right, but this also came up because we were talking about our D&D campaign. We play like once a week or so, and we're on week like 86 or something. Wow. Or, <laughs> or 59, but either way, that's, that's a like... Year. Well, we only play three times a week, that game, so that's like... Even we've, longer than It's you. like two and a half years. <laughs> wow. It's, I, I, would, I don't know. I don't have an attention span for that. It, it seems like that's longer. It's reached the conclusion, I would say. Right, but there's no conclusion. It's your this is your life. Go do stuff. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, <laughs> sidetrack. <laughs> <laughs> so on today's episode, you're gonna get a little sampling of a lot of Weird Al songs. Oh, good lord! So you're gonna a little get a lot crazy of music. with intro uh, music. I'll do our best to get through it together. <laughs> but anyway, we're gonna uh, start the show by opening up our mail bag. Mm, mail, lots of mail. Okay, so first uh, on the Facebook, we had a loyal listener share a link. Since we were talking about babies being born in their amniotic sac. Yeah, that was last week. Um, yeah, but I think it's called In the Call or something. <laughs> anyway. I don't want to even look at it anymore. Some of them are pretty <laughs> gross, and some of them are, really do look like little this alien is, pod babies. Yeah, number <laughs> it gives you like 11 images. Number seven is the worst. It, it's definitely not human. So, I don't know what that is, but yeah. it's not human. <laughs> so go check that out if you'd like to see what that looks like. Yeah. <laughs> it's a... Uh, what did we have to... What was it? I don't remember what we had to look up. Oh, yeah. It was like 10 rare images of babies born in the am, amniotic sac. And or an end call. What is what that means? End call. Yeah. Or it's on our, our website. Expensive yeah. Science Baby. You can just click on the link and things happen. It's awesome. So, want to share that? <laughs> I don't I don't think you remember to check the email. I did remember to check the email. Oh, okay. There were two things. Yeah. And then also one more thing about... Um, on Facebook, which was from a friend who said... If you're thinking about names, oh right, <laughs> you should think about Robin, which is something we talked about with Persephone. I remember, and you like vetoed it because right, the phone, of our last name, like Robin Banks. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, they could only be criminals. Yes, <laughs> like well, you name me Robin Banks. What did you expect? <laughs> Plus, also lots of ridicule as they were growing up, which kind of makes them for a good Batman type villain. Yeah, who true. Would rob banks. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we did get two emails. One of them was uh, a pictures of kitties from Cat Corner. And I really like this email because it said, sometimes I I just, around the corner, I go, Cat Corner, Cat Corner, meow, meow, meow. And yeah. her cats run away from her. Yeah. <laughs> Which was awesome. <laughs> and that, that also had, we'll put those pictures out there as well. Um, two of her kitties, and then she said that they adopted from a rescue shelter. And then she also adopted the mom because <laughs> why not? Yeah, and it, they're they're all black kitties. Yeah, and black kitty lives matter. Black you, cat lives as matter. As you say. <laughs> I like to say. <laughs> Especially Which, this time of year. I'm not, I mean, it is kind of funny in a way to do that. I'm not belittling the Black Lives Matter movement. It is true. Black <laughs> Cat Lives Matter, matter because they do get adopted the least often. Hi, Zelda. Uh, and they aren't often are not even adopted out at all in October because it can be a dangerous month for black cats. So And some people are really suspicious. Or, no. Super, superstitious. Super, superstitious of being suspicious. <laughs> uh, but so if you're thinking of adopting a cat, consider a black cat because uh, they don't get adopted as much as Non-black cats. <laughs> do you yeah. have like statistics on that? 
No. <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> it's just a thing I know. <laughs> All right. As you, or the cat whisperer. <laughs> um, and the last one was from uh, S who mentioned oh. she was talking about her twin story because we talked about her last week. Um, they are, she's a twin. Not identical. She's a fraternal twin. Exactly. Which I got off, bailed off the hook said you shouldn't have known this, which is a good thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but what interested me was that she said she was born 19 minutes later and she came stayed in there because her sister got all the good stuff, she said. <laughs> like she got curly hair and her eye color or something and then larger breasts. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was funny because that happens with twins, but it definitely also happens with siblings. Just siblings in sure. general. Because yeah. I remember my mom saying, your sister would, would, you know what your sister would do for your curly hair when I just had a giant afro running around <laughs> everywhere? <laughs> so and Yeah, and I never had that, so yeah. I, I don't know that experience. But I guess for twins it would be even more so because you're... Sure, yeah. 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 All right. Well, thanks for thanks for sending in emails. We appreciate it. Yes. Okay. Now we're going to move on to infertility in the news. <laughs> oh, that's this one? <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> You're sort of famous, a minor celebrity, and so it only makes sense the world would be obsessed with every single thing you do. Okay. Yeah. Weird Al. <laughs> the first of many. <laughs> okay. get, get used to Weird Al today. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry, people. You don't need to say sorry. You can't say you can't it's, say no to a pregnant woman's life. It's a wonderful opportunity you all have to hear some weird Al music you haven't heard before <sighs> and learn the genius that is Al. Those are words. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I, we're gonna check in on uh, Janet Jackson. Oh, okay. Remember way back in one of our first episodes, we talked about how she was pregnant at fifty because of IVF. Yes. At age fifty. Yes. Which is. Uh, pretty old <laughs> to have babies. Hey, speak for yourself. <laughs> and then it was last week, and I actually forgot to talk about it, or maybe two weeks ago on our last show, I forgot to talk about it, but she was seen out and about. Ooh, oot and a boot. And so there were pictures of her okay. that the paparazzi took, All right. obviously. That's and what they do. She, she looked quite large to the paparazzi, and so people were speculating, is it twins? <laughs> so I was curious, and I searched for these photographs. Okay. Uh, they look like a pregnant woman. <laughs> and I was like, oh, poor Janet Jackson. Like, she's, she's huge! She's pregnant! <laughs> That's what normal pregnant women look like. They should just... And then soon after, like a couple days later, she had a story in People where she had like glamour pregnancy shots taken and talked about how she is pregnant with baby. She's not pregnant with twins. Okay. Um, she's got to be... I mean, she's got to be further along at this point, right? Oh, she has a big belly. That's why they were saying, oh, she's huge. <laughs> Must be twins. That they didn't check her podcast? She doesn't have a podcast about it? I don't think so. Well, what's wrong with her? <laughs> she is a very private person, much like her brother was, I think. Okay, I can see that. And so her. I just wanted to have that little check-in. That First of all, congrats to her. She is now publicly sharing her baby bump, as they say. Didn't she have like five brothers? Okay. I don't know exactly how many. There's like a lot. There Must was a Jackson, Jackson 5. Five. But wasn't all of them? Were they all in it? Well, I thought there was four brothers and her and then like one she other... She wasn't in the Jackson she 5. She wasn't? No. Oh, well then there's five brothers. Okay. You're, you're right. What, what the fuck? But they didn't do anything with her? They're like, well, she she'll was never really make young. it. No, don't worry about it. Just leave her alone. Didn't you want... <laughs> I know all my ja my Jackson family knowledge from that um, TV miniseries they did in the 90s. <laughs> I didn't watch it. That's that. how I know all of it. And I remember the scene where Michael was little and hiding under a bed and one of his brothers was having sex on the bed. Really? Don't you remember this? No. Are you serious? I never watched this. 
<laughs> Maybe I should go back and watch this. <laughs> uh, if, if my friend Lacey out there uh, in Radio Land is, is a listener, I am sorry. I don't have more Jackson knowledge. She would be very ashamed. <laughs> she was more? obsessed with ah, Jackson. Ah, I see. Yeah. Um, I did just see there is a gentleman that's 90 now or 92. He's been, or maybe he's 70. I don't know. But he's been married. He has like... 98 wives. Oh, I read that story today. Yeah, he's read 91 to right? 92. And he says he's not done having children. He has he like, has outlived some of his children. Doesn't he have like 100? 185. 185 wives? Children. Oh, how many wives does he have? He has like 100 or something. 85 wives He has or 92. He's a super polygamist or something like that. <laughs> it's because he divorced a few of them through the through the time. And they let him out of it. He was arrested recently for doing this? For... Uh, talking to a journalist slash being super polygamist. Oh, I thought they could. And they, be. no, you're only supposed to have four, according to the law. Oh, you can, you got to stop at four. four. If you believe in that part of the Quran. Okay. And he, they were let, they let him out of prison on the promise he would divorce eighty six of his wives, so then he would only have four or six or whatever. And of course, he didn't do that. Okay. But what I thought was lacking from that story was the women, obviously, and. What? This is all about him, right? <laughs> and I always wonder if they really chose that life. Um, I don't know. Did you see where he was from? I didn't... I don't know. I assumed it was an African nation. Uh, they said, but I don't remember. I never actually read the... <laughs> I didn't I actually read, read it. I read it a little bit. Oh, I'm glad you did, because I did not. Uh, it was out there on Reddit. It was interesting. So he's... I mean, he's 90-some, and he's still siring children? Well, I didn't get into details about the last time he had a child. Right. So... I wonder if... Well, I don't know. Maybe he's got some sort of weird herb that he uses. Who knows? <laughs> or a Lazarus pit. But in in summary, I thought it was stinky that the world assumed she was having twins because she was so large. Oh, we're going back to this. Yes, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Sorry, the world sucks. There was one well, more no, thing. I was just saying... There was one more yeah, thing about anyway. uh, that I forgot. Uh, I, we talked about it during the week, so it was an article I saw, but obviously I didn't care enough to put it in my email Ooh, speaking of which I should check my email to make sure I don't have any notes sorry go ahead okay so we did a lot of show prep we do prep this show everybody <laughs> you liar we do oh yeah wait wait nope that was for your other podcast okay okay never mind continue okay uh, now we're gonna move on we are yeah oh sweet time for cat corner cat corner meow 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 cat corner <sighs> Um, can I tell you how happy we are that I do not have a song for Cat Corner? Because you are basically perfect in that role. A singing Cat Corner song? Yes. <laughs> you well, have the role. <laughs> I think what we learned from this is that I think Weird Al needs to sing a song about cats. Oh, doesn't he have one already? Come on. He's got to have like 26 songs about cats. He doesn't. He's a dog person. He likes to have poodles. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so... Oh, the cat corner. Okay, well, not a lot, I think, is happening in uh, cat land over here. There's no cat corner? It's been canceled? Nope. nope. Oh! Actually, there's two things. Um, let's talk about this one first. Let's talk about Zelda <laughs> and her adventure. All right. Oh! Oh! You're talking about when I almost disowned her as a cat in part of this family. <laughs> Um, I don't think so. Yeah, you are. So, we I had people over here to play games on last Friday. Friday night, yeah. And she likes to go back in what's called the closet of extra random crap. Well, we call it, yeah, it's the closet in our situation room slash game room. And it's a closet under the stairs that was actually an old well. Right. And so I put all my old 
books back there and old games that never get played. There's a lot of stuff we back there. We had mice there. back there at one point. We did? Yeah, they were living in um, your guys' wizard blankets. Oh, well, I wonder if they got cursed or something. They, they we should not use those wizard blankets anymore. What? We just wash them. They'll be fine. I'm just kidding. I'm not picking off all that stuff. <laughs> but anyways, um, I hear her go back there. I don't like her back there. That's why the door's closed. But sometimes she gets in. And I'm like, all right, well, she'll come out eventually. Apparently, she found a way to climb. I'm sorry. She found a way to climb into the ceiling. <laughs> so I heard her up there, scratching away up in the ceiling, walking around. Um, at one point, I think she slipped down the slope because she was like clawing. <laughs> what slope? There's the, the slope of the stairs. Oh, kitty. Well, <laughs> So I was really annoyed with her. I was yelling at her, get back here. Come back down here. She's not going to come to you when you're yelling at her. What do you want me to say? Oh, kitty, come yes, here. Yes, that's what you say. <laughs> um, I, I was assuming she was going to be stuck in the ceilings for the rest of the evening, and I would have to eventually come. I don't know. It was not a good time. Would you stop yelling at me? Everyone is just lucky I was asleep because I would have freaked out. Yeah, that's why I didn't wake you up, nor would I have woke you up. So. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I would have to cut a hole in the ceiling. <laughs> And how did she get out again? She just came back down. Oh, she was done. And she jumped down. I shut the door. She jumped on the table and she had cobwebs all over her face oh. and stuff. Did you clean her up? No, I punched her. I pushed her on the ground and I started wiggling her around a lot. And I was like, why are you going up there? Yes, of course I cleaned her up. Okay. She has gone to the ceiling before. Because um, there's a... We're pretty fancy people. And when we ran a cord from the upstairs to the downstairs, uh, we just took a square out of the fancy square type ceiling we have the drop ceiling yeah, yeah. Uh, so we just left that square open you are way, telling people way how, how way fancy we are you should not give up those secrets and so she was jumping up in there at first uh but now we have it cleverly closed up with a piece of cardboard <laughs> yes cleverly she'll never get in there now and she hasn't no, Which but, is why I thought, I didn't know there was another entrance to the ceiling. Well, there's actually another one, too. Where? <laughs> Jesus. Um, that she started to go up. She chased a fly into the Situation Room. And the bottom that got water damage yeah. that we just took off, she went, She just disappeared up into there. Oh, man. So I don't know if she just jumped up a little bit to, like, where the sheetrock stops or what. But she disappeared for, like, five seconds. I was like, where'd that cat go? And oh. he's like, oh, she jumped up there. I was like, Where? So when you guys aren't in there, we need to keep that door shut, for probably, sure. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's her adventure. She loves to go adventuring. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then I had a Neo one. Really? About our morning routine and how I, I am pretty happy about his maintaining of his weight. <laughs> okay. So he's never had a weight problem. Um, <laughs> but in the morning, he, you know, wants food. So as soon as I get up, he's real excited about the food situation. And I go into the bathroom. And like most people, I think, the first thing I do is go to the, is use the toilet. Okay. And as I'm sitting there and he's meowing like crazy, he sits on the scale. <laughs> Which is right in front of the toilet. <laughs> Which is a new addition because historically Amy has never used a scale. She hates scales and she wants me to ban scales down to the basement. Correct. But during the pregnancy, she's like, I need to gain well, weight. Well, I had to because of the OHSS. I had to weigh myself to the make o- sure I didn't jump like five to ten pounds. Remember when my ovaries freaked out? Yeah, but OHSS, is it double S? OHSS, yeah. That just reminds me of Osseo Senior High because it's OSH. So OHS is yeah. basically, whenever you say that, I think of high school. Cool. Um, so Neil weighs eleven point six pounds every he, morning because <laughs> he stands on the scale. Yeah. If he stands on the scale later in the day, it's about twelve. Cool. Every morning, eleven point six. It's remarkable. Well, he's that's his weight. That's good. I haven't gotten Battle Cat to stay on the scale long enough yet. <laughs> and 
And Zelda doesn't turn the scale. <laughs> she doesn't register. <laughs> she's she too is, small. She's negative. <laughs> she has no weight. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. So if you want a trick to maintaining your cat's weight, um, they get fed twice a day, and I use a me- measuring cup where they get a quarter cup of food in the morning and a quarter cup of food at night. And then you put their dishes away. Yes. This is, it's challenging as a cat owner because they want more food than that. Especially, well, yeah, Battle Cat's weird. She only eats like half of hers now. Well, when you, be elderly people too, people, they don't eat a lot because they're not doing as much activity, so they don't have as much appetite. Oh, because our cats do so much activity. These ones do, the other ones <laughs> I too. guess you're right. They go outside and stuff. Um, but, but if you pick, Zelda, or pick Battle Cat up, she seems heavy. No, no. Not like too heavy, but no. I, don't, I don't think she's losing weight. I think she's fine. I don't know. But I should start checking her weight because when they when cats get older, they can get the um, hyperthyroidism like my cat Sally had, and they can lose a lot of weight really fast and get real sick. Right. Yeah. No. That and that scale is very accurate because I weighed myself, and then I went to the doctor, and they weighed me, and I was like one pound. It was so it was very close. Good. So good job scale. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's so next? Uh, stress level scale. Oh in. wait, sorry. Oh. Can we reverse time? Yes. Oh, we're going back to in the news? Yes, because I remembered what it it was. I actually did send myself uh, an email. And I talked to you a little bit about it. Okay, so there's a a female physicist, uh, Elena Berglund. She's somebody who helped um, discover the Higgs particle. And with the large... Collider? Yeah, the large hadron collider. Okay. Um, she developed an app, a fertility app, that is considered... Oh, yeah, and I wanted to read more about it. Sure. It's now considered a contraceptive if you use it. So basically... But I need to know more about it. What is it testing? I, I don't know. It's testing... I'm sure it's just testing body temperature. That, but I, why is this more effective than other apps that do the same thing? Because she's a f- physicist who's awesome. <laughs> it says 99.5% effective, which puts it in the realm of the, the pill, pill or condoms, really. But, I mean, it's obviously just for pregnancy. It's not for other stuff. Do you have to buy a special thermometer or what? Um, kind of looks like it comes with one, yeah. Right there. I mean, I know you need to have the uh, basal body temperature thermometer. Right. So, it basically why uses... Is this better? That's what I'm just wondering. Because she's a physicist. Oh, All my gosh. you need to know <laughs> is that when you're a physicist who does stuff, it gets better. I don't know why it's better. Um, it's in clinical trial. It's um, Apparently, it costs money for this app, which is interesting because most apps are free. Mm. <laughs> but um, she said they actually hired another physicist from that same, from the CERN, the, the hydrogen collider, to help do this app and work on this app and stuff now, which I thought it was cool that she decided to do something else. I'm also interested in how they would use it as a contraceptive device because you don't, when you're doing temperature checks, you don't know that you're that you've ovulated until after it's happened. So I need to read more into this article and get back to everybody next week. Sure. All I know is that she's a physicist, <laughs> and they are awesome because they do science. <laughs> Um, so that's it. That was on Wired a few days ago. Um, Wait, email that to me, please. Okay, I can do that. Okay. Um, you, oh, stress level scales. Stress level scales. Okay. Um, I'm Bob Ross. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> I have absolutely nothing going on. Despite the car breaking, I'm still kind of Bob Ross. Yeah. Um, I, too, am Bob Ross. That's unprecedented. I've been Bob Ross before. Almost unprecedented. <laughs> um, we'll talk a little bit more about why I'm, I'm Bob Ross in a moment. Okay. Yeah, especially... I was a little annoyed the other night when we found out the car was oh. broke. 
Yes, yes, he was. And the place I went to was like, it's going to be $550. And I was like, all right, fix it. And then they called me back and said, nope, sorry. Now it's going to be an additional $750. <laughs> and well, But we brought it to another place, and it seems like this place is going to be more... Reasonable. Honest? I'm going to use the word honest. Yeah, I still, I don't <laughs> believe that the first thing they said was broken at the first place was actually broken. Me either. I think it's these other two things. Me too. And in fact, the guy opened the hood, and he looked at... I said, I think it's this, because... You know, I was told, but I, of course, said, well, I think it's this. Um, he looked at it for one second and said, oh, yep, it's right there. I can see the crack. I can literally see the That's crack ridiculous. right there. Exactly. How ah. could they? So they replaced the water pump, which may have been good for all we know. Yeah. But, Might yeah. have been fine. Um, so, yeah, finding a, that's, it's weird. I, who was I talking to? My friends on Skype the other night. I said, finding, a, like, an honest, good mechanic is like finding a unicorn. <laughs> Because you don't, you never know, right? It could be like this person you've been with all your life is amazing and they're great prices, but somewhere down the street there's somebody that does it for half that price. Yeah. <laughs> and you're still kind of getting... Well, I mean, you don't want it to be super cheap because you, they have to make a living, right? Exactly. I mean, you have to pay their labor and yep. stuff. And this place seemed pretty busy. I mean, so... Well, if their prices are that much different, I can see why they might be super busy. Yeah, because, <laughs> I mean, he just did an off-the-cuff estimate. He's like, I'm, it'll probably be around here. And I was like, okay, do it. <laughs> <laughs> just do it and get back to me. Cool. So I'm, you know, it's still a lot of money, but yeah, I'm Bob Ross. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm helping. <laughs> and watch all the TV you ever wanted until your brain turned to mush. Would you go for it or just let it slip? Yo. More Weird Al. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this okay. one. This one was about being a couch potato. <laughs> it's a pretty good one. Um, so I wanted to do another TV check-in. Okay. I've been. I I enjoy TV. Yes, you do. <laughs> I enjoy this podcast, so I don't know why we wouldn't just combine the two together. Sure, especially yeah. yeah. So I finished the Gilmore Girls. That's right. You were seven in, seasons in what a month. Embarking months? on a solo adventure to get through the Gilmore, which I kind of watched when it first came out, but I don't. I think I stopped at like season three, and I didn't watch it religiously. I just watched it when it was on. Yeah. And I will say. Um, you know, as a show, it was it was it was enjoyable. It was definitely uh, very unrealistic. People don't talk like that. That's the hit against it is that people don't talk like what the what the writer said. But that doesn't necessarily mean a bad thing. Like, no, I mean <laughs> it's a, you're watching a show. You're not watching reality. Right. 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 I was very upset with what they did to all of us as viewers in season seven. I will say that. Uh, very disappointed. Um. Okay. They had to add drama for no reason and rush things. And then at the end, although somebody said, I was talking to somebody online about this, somebody said that they didn't plan to end that season or something. And so they had to rush into how they would end it, which they did in one episode. It, oh, I was that sucks. quite disappointed. That's tough when they got to end it really quickly. Yeah. Because the other seasons had been well paced and I thought the drama they added was appropriate drama type level. This one was not. So, I was a little disappointed in season 7, but I'm looking forward to the next season, which I think is in November. Hey everybody, this is Chris, just Chris. Uh, time to take a, a little break for our first ever commercial. That's right, we got a commercial. No, I'm just kidding, we don't got a commercial, nobody cares about us like that. Um, however, as you'll hear a little bit later, we had a small te technical difficulty with the computer. Um, so, we lost about... Eh, two minutes and 15 seconds of this episode. Sorry about that. Um, so this is me explaining that we lost two minutes and 15 seconds. Luckily, it's during the TV time, which, come on, let's face it, compared to Cat Corner, it's like the least useful information, right? Uh, but anyways, uh, we're going to jump back into it. Uh, I think Amy's talking about This Is Us, I think. 
yeah, that, that show that we've been talking about with the peoples and the twins and all that stuff. So uh, that's it. Uh, thanks for listening again. Just to go flashback. Yeah, they can do a lot. That's one thing that's kind of cool about the show is that it spends a lot of time in the past. And sometimes it like blurs the past and the today mm-hmm. together in one scene, which is interesting. And, but I can see them be, people being confused, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. definitely. Um, but are we going to talk about your favorite show? Uh, your new favorite show timeless or time oh. ending or <laughs> super time man what is this show called timeless 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 um i don't think it's my favorite show i think it's yours <laughs> what did you say last night that made me annoyed oh. <laughs> annoyed you laughed really hard i said oh it's so tough being a, a history hero it really is you don't even know okay here's the reason why i like this show <laughs> There's only there's it's one a reason. It's dream. There's a history emergency. <laughs> okay, there's two reasons why I like this show. One because it's a, every historian's like they're gonna need me one day for my, <laughs> my for my period. They're gonna need one person for my period. I'll step up to the plate. <laughs> okay. And if it's time travel, that's a more the better. Right. But also because every week there's a time period where. If you don't know much about that time period, you will get to learn stuff about that time period. I am learning things. That is true. And most of it is stuff that I consider rudimentary, (laughs) but it makes me happy (laughs) that people are then learning a little bit more about it. Hey, I had no idea Lincoln had a son that survived. Yeah. Because I know that he had a son that died um, young, eight or nine or something. Right. I can't remember what from, pneumonia? I don't know. Uh, But I did not know that he had an older son. And I'm curious why that fella didn't go into politics. <laughs> I don't know. Since it seems to be, you know, families for yeah, history. You're right. I Maybe don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but one of my, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'll try not to get too go, go deep down this rabbit hole because it's my it's this is what I enjoy is when the one was about the Hindenburg and you were like oh I didn't know the Hindenburg was German. Because it was 1937. I had no idea it was German. 1937 was when World War II didn't start, but basically Germany started expanding first to Poland. World War I or World War II? World War II. When was World War I? 1915, 1914 to 1919. Oh, was that much sooner? Yeah. Okay. And then, so there was like a 15-year period where German relations in the U.S. were good. I mean, most of the people, immigrants, were German. Like, our country was 50% German. And That's so, probably when our, our ancestors came. Yeah. And so in 1937, 1938, 1939, when the war starts, people are always like, why didn't we get involved in the war right away? Well, we had good relationships with Germany. Most of our people were German. What if they didn't want to fight for their, yeah. you know? But what's interesting about this one was, what if the Hindenburg didn't didn't burn up? What if our relationships got even better with so Germany? So the Hindenburg exploding started the bad relationship no 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 but i'm saying if we had oh. travel between the two for many years before the war then our relationships might have continued to increase because it was hard oh. to get us into world war ii anyways yeah like it was really hard um so but my i like to extrapolate what ifs so yeah. what if that would happen and our relationships get better and we don't enter the war and it, cool things can happen it's i like historic alternate history fiction as well obviously yes, you do, you do. <laughs> so, anyways it's fun stuff to it's learn it's kind of almost like they put your book into a tv form uh kind of it's not my period Right, I know. <laughs> it's the only thing saving and them, I'm yes. curious about that, too. Are they going to go back into even way back? I don't know. So far, it's just been, it's been American like history because so, that's her yeah. specialty. So, so are, we to, are we to believe she's an expert in all history of the world? So far, it's just been American history. I guess we'll find out. Okay. 
<laughs> Somebody would check that show out if you want. If you love history, that's when you should do. All right. One thing I ask of you, time to learn your homophones is past to learn to die your grandma sentence to always say to whom, don't ever say to who. And listen up when I tell you this, I hope you never use quotation marks for emphasis. Okay, another Weird Al song. That's, yeah. If you're keeping track on the counter, I think that's three now. <laughs> okay, so this is our little intro for my book review. So I am... Oh, you have a book. Yeah, I'm uh, 50-some pages into the book called Expecting Better, which is by Emily Oster. This is a book that I'd heard about and never read, and so I thought, well, it'd be good for me to read it and Expecting talk about it. Expecting Better. Yeah. So this woman is an uh, economist, or economic... Yeah, economist. Is that how you say that? <laughs> Economist. Oh, economist. <laughs> yeah. And so she uses, um, she goes in and uses, looks at all the research, the raw data, and then tries to make her own interpretations of the data, much like she does when she's write, like writing like economics papers. What type of data are you talking about? About pregnancy and what's safe and what's not. Oh, okay. And I will say, it sounds to me, <laughs> the methods she's using and what she's doing is the same as what a sociologist would do. And the reason I bring this up is because one of my favorite sociology professors in college would go off on her soapbox at her rage that economists get Nobel Prizes, <laughs> but sociologists don't. <laughs> and they do the same thing, and in fact, sociology was doing it first. Oh, good Lord. Here we <laughs> and go. I see now exactly what she means. Yes. <laughs> Imagine if they made a movie or a TV show about a sociologist saving society. Would you be interested in that show? As long as they also used improv. That would, that would be my period, as uh. they say. So she wanted to know, is it true that I can't drink alcohol and why? Why not? Okay. And um, So she, she's an alcoholic that got pregnant? Is this the gist of this? Well, or? I think that because she looks at these studies and does these studies herself, she wanted to know, like... Is there any safe amount? Yeah, or is no, absolutely no, uh, nothing. I was just joking, like, obviously. Yeah. It's because uh, that's one of the things. Like, it's better just to abstain because that way you never take the risk. So, but what did she have to say about that? Well, what I thought was really cool, and there's a lot of like problems with finding research about this because you're not going to take a randomized group of women and say, <laughs> okay, you ten women get drunk every day <laughs> yeah, while yeah. you're pregnant. Right. Like, you can't do that. Yeah. So she looked at studies, um, not from America. Because in the United States, it's so frowned upon to be drinking that uh, maybe a pregnant woman in America is more likely to be perhaps very uneducated or something, other factors that could contribute to the developmental uh, abilities or intelligence of any children born to them. Okay. So she looked to Europe and European studies. Sure. Because in Europe, it is not frowned upon for a pregnant woman to have a glass of wine occasionally. Well, it's not frowned upon for children to have a glass of wine occasionally. <laughs> right, it's very different. So when she was looking at studies there, the women in those studies were very common in every other aspect of life. Okay. So she felt it was a like... It's a good baseline. A, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so basically, um, in the second trimester... In the, no, what were her initial findings? Because I wanted to read a couple things about this. Up to one drink a day in the second and third trimesters is okay. One to two drinks a week in the first trimester is okay, is what she's saying, Interesting. based on all these studies. In fact, one of the studies, I found this fascinating, that they looked at drinking in pregnancy and behavior problems among two-year-olds. So they looked at a bunch of women who drink either 
no alcohol, occasional drinking, so up to one drink per week, light drinking, two drinks per week, or moderate drinking, seven to ten drinks per week. Good Lord. And then they tested the behavior of the two year with their children when they were two, and they found that there's actually less behavior problems with women who drink one drink per week. Less behavior problems than the women who didn't drink at all. This is just behavior? Did they look yeah. at, like, fetal alcohol syndrome or... Because I think that's the big one, right? That's right. The big she didn't one get into that because she was looking at moderate drinking, which I think you need to be drinking, like binge drinking. Is that true? Heavy I don't know. For fetal alcohol syndrome. If, um, just on the fetal, there's a fetal alcohol page and says there's no known safe amount of alcohol. And she talks about that language. Because they can't, they don't test Correct. it. That's why it's She no believes known. in what she has found in the literature as to why they say that in America. No drinking is because they don't, doctors don't trust women to only have one drink. In America, which I think has a problem attached to it as well. Yeah, I can see that. But here's the thing that I wanted to read about. Um, so when you drink, alcohol enters your digestive system and is passed into your bloodstream. Your liver processes the alcohol into a chemical called acetaldehyde. Acetaldehyde. And then into acetate. The acetaldehyde is toxic to other cells, and depending on how quickly you drink, it can remain in your bloodstream. You share your blood with your baby through the placenta. Acetaldehyde, which remains in your bloodstream, is therefore shared with the fetus. Your baby can process some alcohol, but not as much as an adult. So if too much is passed on to the baby, it'll get into the tissues and impact development. When you drink slowly, you metabolize much of the alcohol before it would get to the fetus. So basically she's saying if you're going to have a, a drink, and she, for herself, she was having half a glass of wine or a glass of wine a day. But she was drinking it slowly. And so that's what she's saying. If you're going to drink, don't go out and do some shots. Shot, 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 <laughs> shot, shot, shot. <laughs> then you would need to let your body be able to process it. Okay. Yeah, that I can understand that. And I know people in my life who have felt it was okay to have an occasional glass of wine, etc., while they were pregnant. Okay. And as much as it would be enjoyable, especially where we're going this week, I still can't do it just because of this. You're sharing your blood with your baby. Right. You're putting a poison in your body. <laughs> right. You're poisoning your baby. Right. So that was my next question. Is this all so you can drink this weekend? No. <laughs> no, but I do think like, and I did not do this with Persephone, but if we have a baby shower and there's white wine there and I'm seven or eight months pregnant, I might have half a glass of white wine. Like I at that point, it. I think it's very different. And that's just all in my head. Not anything she said. And she did a lot of research. Like I do trust her research and stuff because she tells you what how she did it and what she's reading but she makes it readable to a non-scientific person okay so i mean i like it i like that yeah i I think you're right though i think that in order to avoid confusion it's so easy just to say no don't do it don't drink any that's why the literature says that yeah it says just don't do any because we don't know for sure so just don't do any kind of a thing right but i do know other women who have said all i craved was wine my whole pregnancy <laughs> and my husband would have a glass of wine and then i would i would well, I that's would just say, cool what the fuck <laughs> well i would just say well then have a sip like a sip is fine mm-hmm. yes yeah. that's certainly going to give your time body your body time to process yeah and i'm sure a lot of pregnant women have went through communion at church and drink a sip of wine is that real wine there a lot of it is yes oh. a lot of it is not i mean but most a lot of times it is so the next thing she's going to talk about is caffeine. So I'm very interested. Oh, in you, that. Haven't, you haven't got there yet. No, right. I'm I'm early in the book. Okay. Uh, what is we? What are we expecting better of? Oh, because they always say 
like technical. I don't. I don't know where this came from, but I'm expecting. Is what you would say because I'm pregnant. Yeah, you're expecting a child. Right. Here. So that's why, why she calls it expecting better. Okay. I'll buy that. Yeah. Good job. So yeah, I mean, I thought I would be really angry at her, saying that it's okay to drink. But then I—that is what I thought at first, because my because I knew people who read this book and then would have drinks when they mm. were pregnant. Not a lot by any means. So I thought I'd be really mad at her. But then I got to see how she got to those findings, and okay. like I see where I get it. Yeah, I mean, all you can do is is uh, follow numbers if you're a scientist and yeah. go with the numbers. It's Especially all, when she found the thing about behavioral problems and like lower behavioral problems if you had drinks than if you had no drinks. But I don't, there can't be a causation there or a correlation there, can well, there? Well, she was saying that there might be because everything else seemed really the same in those women. But yeah, you got to be careful there because then people Education will be level like, well, living. I want my child to be better <laughs> so I will drink, you know, kind of a thing. Well, yeah, but that was one week, drink a week or something. I know, I know. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well done. I, I don't have a Weird Al song for this next thing I want to talk about. Oh, you don't? No. That's too bad. But it's a thing I learned this week that I thought was interesting. Oh, what's that? So I'm now to the point where soon, in the next three or four weeks, I should be able to feel the babies move. Okay. With Persephone, I felt for the first time at 16 weeks, but I was sure it was movement at 17 weeks. Because okay. at first you don't know. And I, when I was looking that up, like, how early can I feel babies move? <laughs> like, could I, could I be feeling it right now, you know? And it said, movement of babies um, in the womb between weeks 13 and 20 is called quickening. Oh, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> I have no idea why it's called that. So now in my brain has become the quickening, which yeah. I think is like a scary movie, isn't it? No. So for those of you who, are, who do not know, <laughs> the quickening is what happens when one Highlander takes the head of another that's Highlander. That's what I got it from, isn't it? <laughs> yes. And they absorb all their power and experience. <laughs> what a thing for them to call that. <laughs> Whoever called it first. <laughs> yeah. So that's what the quickening is. So you have to now tell me whenever you have the quickening. Okay. <laughs> um, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. I have no idea why it's called that. Me either. Um, so when you feel them move, do you think you'll be able to determine which one is moving or if they're both moving? It would be weird if they're both moving, won't it? Um, I have no idea. What I did read about that is that maybe before they get too big, you can tell, but... But soon, but at some point they get too big and they don't have a lot of room and you have no idea. Right. But I imagine you might be able to feel if both are because it might be different areas there. I have no idea. <laughs> I will let you know. <laughs> um, and, I, and I know, I remember the early movements feel like flutterings. I mean, that's the best thing way to call it. Almost like tickling or like vibrating in inside you. <laughs> sure. Whatever, man. I mean, I, I don't you know deal with your alien symbiotes whatever you want. <laughs> Zelda. Yes, you can tell me that. Um, did you? I forgot that. Uh, did you know that in a, the, or an early sign to know that vampires are near is that a woman will have cramps? Oh my! <laughs> I forgot all about I that. I did not know that. It's from Buff, the old Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh. <laughs> it was on TV last night. I forgot about it. Huh. <laughs> yeah. out okay so we're on week 13 week 13 this is i'm in the last week of my first trimester gestational week 11 correct right okay thank you science <laughs> uh they are the size of lemons i know what a lemon is mm-hmm. don't even gotta look it up i know what and a lemon lengthwise, is lengthwise an example of their length is a pea pod wait although a minute, wait when a i grow pea pods in the garden there's very <laughs> varying lengths yep 
Hey. That's just not going to work out well. Um, wait a minute. A pea pod is super small and a lemon is big. I think that might be the same length. Huh. I think a lot of these measurements have to do with the length of the fetuses at first. Can I tell you that on the... But I suppose if they're all wrapped, curled up, they could be more lemon-like. And the ultrasound, they look bigger than a pea pod. That's because they were enhanced. Well, I know that. (laughs) Magnify. Enhance. (laughs) Okay, cool. Pea pod... Or lemons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, lemon is also one of those fruits that's good for you. It is. (laughs) We looked up fruits that were good for you and fruits that were bad for you the other day. (laughs) Lemon is a decent one. And I was shocked... At um, how low on the list apples were. It basically comes down to sugar content. That's what it looked like. But it's not bad sugar. No. I mean, it's, you shouldn't be eating it only. Right. But a lot of the really good ones don't have hardly any sugar in it. And they have a lot of antioxidants and a bunch of other stuff. Well, so. Consensus is just eat a lot of blueberries and you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Weird Al number 10 <laughs> today, or where are we at today? Probably. <laughs> Ugh. All right, uh, what are we eating? Uh, it's pretty much the same. I like olives. <laughs> I almost puked today, so McDonald's lunch happened again. It seems to be a Monday thing. Huh. But luckily I have coworkers who get real excited about McDonald's. And my McDonald's group is growing. Oh, no. Poor McDonald's. <laughs> Poor people, I should say, for having to eat McDonald's. Have you tried anything else? Maybe Burger King makes you feel better, or Taco Bell, or something. You don't mess with what's working. No, you do when it's McDonald's. And Pop-Tarts. I mean, I'm on the healthy train right here. Well, you're still eating breakfast, right? Or during lunch so many times, maybe? The smoothie? The smoothie? Yeah. I eat it very late in the day. But at least you eat it. Today so you're getting some nutrients. Yes. Yes, I am. Uh, but also Snickers candy bars. So we'll be Which, buying a lot of Snickers re- in the future here. Are you going to eat everything that's left over? Oh, for Halloween? <laughs> yeah. You're going to buy exclusively Snickers? No, they, I just know they come in because we get the bigger ones. I know they come and in. And I will, there. yeah. Oh, yeah. The smaller size, the, um, what are they called? Not treat size. Uh, yeah, they're like, I know what you're talking about. The little those, bite. Taste, those Snickers taste better than big Are you talking bars? about like the little cor- squares? Because no. those are crap. The fun size. The fun size. Good job. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, the fun size. Those are better than regular. And I'm not usually a candy bar person, number one. I'm a cookie person. That's weird. It's chocolate. And you Snickers, love chocolate. And Snickers have never been my favorite. Oh, Snickers so good. Fifth Avenue bars are my favorite. <laughs> but right now, I'm loving Snickers. So bring Amy a Snickers is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of eating, can we talk a little bit about my past weekend? <laughs> oh, okay. So it was my birthday this weekend. You did not even wish me a happy birthday. Yes, I did. As but not on I the got- podcast. I'm just kidding. I mean, right now? We talked about it last week. No, I don't remember. I was just giving you shit. Um, but anyways, I ate some sugar, and I haven't really been eating sugar this past year, so I ate Not some sugar. Not since our cruise, right? Yeah, in, our cruise was... Christmas? Yeah, because st- I started in September, and then I took a little mini break f- for the cruise to eat like a billion desserts, because they're all free, and then I really haven't eaten any and sugar. And I think you had like a root beer once at a Twins game. I had half of it. It was too sweet for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But anyways, I had some sugar this weekend. I had some juju gummy bears, and I had some cookies, and I had some ice cream. Um, I felt like crap all weekend long. <laughs> uh, I didn't eat anything really yesterday for sugar, and today I didn't eat anything, and I got a good workout in. Today I feel much, much better. <laughs> so my consensus being that I think sugar's terrible for you. <laughs> yeah, but you were overdoing it on the sugar. 
Whatever. Anyway, I think sugar's terrible for you. I think <laughs> most things are fine in moderation. I would agree with that. I would agree. All right. Continue. Okay. Oh, got this next one. Sorry. <laughs> Okay, why are we calling in sick? Well, I decided to use this as, as uh, the check-in of how I'm feeling because it's basically how I'm feeling. It's just sick all the time. <laughs> just completely and all, always, always sick all the time. Okay. Today's been real bad. Like super, super bad? Like I still feel sick or? right now and it's evening. Oh, so you're expecting... I had 10 minute break of feeling sick after I ate the McDonald's and that was it. So when you say you're feeling sick, help me out here. Like, you know how, how you feel when you're, you think you're going to throw up? Uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, I'm not an expert at it. It doesn't happen that often. So, anyways. That's how I feel all the time. <laughs> Just always, constantly? Yeah. All right. Okay. Sorry, I had to make a... We're, I know. We're running out of disk space. There was a situation on the computer. <laughs> we're running out of disk space. I had to... There uh, was an IT emergency. ...make some quick adjustments, so... <laughs> That's what happens when you record on your primary drive accidentally. So. Ah, I don't know what any of that means. Yeah. Um, is there? So are you taking anything for it? Are you still doing I'm anything? I still try or? the Unisom and the B6 at night. That doesn't really do anything. It seems to... Well, it helps me stay asleep. Yeah, that's for sure. You never move after sleep for a while. Um, but it hasn't seemed to help the sickness all that much. Huh. So that's annoying. Uh, another symptom I'm having really bad is my nose. Because all your membranes uh, enhance, not enhance. Enhance. Magnify. What am I trying to think of? They magnify. They swell a little bit, which is normal, which can cause runny noses and nosebleeds. But for me, it's just a, like I can't breathe through my nose. Oh. And is it so, that's not for because you're feeling a little like no, actually sick or no, you're just... not at all. Oh. Or maybe I have an allergy I don't know about. Probably cats. It develops when you get older. <laughs> Sorry. Happened to me. <laughs> Could happen to you. <laughs> So I've been using um, nasal spray at night, but that's not a good thing. That's not a good habit to get into. Because? Because apparently you're, cause the nasal spray shrinks or causes a swelling of your sinuses to go down so then you can breathe and it's fab. It's amazing what this stuff does. <laughs> I did ask my doctor if I could do, take nasal spray. She said sure. And uh, what can happen if you do it too much is that your sinuses can rebound after... <laughs> The I'm medicine back. wears off and, like, get even more swollen. And, like, oh, that would suck. Yeah. yeah. But today, I can breathe the most on my own than the last, like, three days. Yeah. Good. So maybe the progress is happening. Yeah, or maybe it's, we're getting, maybe you're better-ish? I don't know. Um, it, there's a, any end in sight, do you think? To what? <laughs> Sicknesses? So here's what I'm afraid of. The first time I threw up when I was pregnant with Persephone was at 14 weeks. Okay. And I remember being nauseous the whole time with her. Oh. <laughs> but I wasn't this nauseous with Yeah, her. but there was only one. You're done. <laughs> Rest of the pregnancy, you're done. Sorry. <laughs> so Deal with it. I'm afraid I'm going to be puking and gagging the whole time. Nice. Good job. <laughs> yeah. And the, but they keep saying it's a sign of a healthy pregnancy. Mm. There. Which is only reassuring for about five minutes, and then you just want to swear at I, everyone. I can understand that. <laughs> Um, I did get my lab results back today. I didn't share this with you. Oh. Uh, my cholesterol is way down. Really? Like, Since the last time? 
well, the last time was a year ago. So, in the last year, since no no sugar, working out three times a week, a three times yeah. a week, weights and aerobics and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, it's like half of what it used to be. Well, that's good. So, what about your blood pressure? Blood pressure is fine. Okay, because you sometimes are having higher blood pressure. My what's the top one? Smaller it, number, bigger number. <laughs> I don't know. No, the big one. It's the diolic or something. It's that's the, cholesterol, isn't it? No, no, no. The, the uh, blood pressure. So just take a second. I didn't do any prep work on blood pressure. <laughs> <laughs> one's like the systolic, and one's like the diolic or something like that. Um, but anyways, the top one, whatever that one is, is always a little bit high when they first test me. But after like 15 minutes of sitting in the waiting room, it's fine. Oh, because you get nervous. Well, it's not only that I get nervous, but I'm, I'm walking around, I'm doing stuff, and I probably just came from worrying about my car. In fact, this time I was worried about the car not making it because it was overheating. <laughs> so there was a lot of things going into it. But let's see, 120 over 80 is normal, I think, right? I think so. Yeah, so mine was like 128 over 68 or something like That's that. That's really good So for you. it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So well, basically, what I've learned in this last year, sugar bad, exercise good. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not that easy. It's not easy just right. to say, I'm going to go out and exercise. I'm not going to. It's not that easy. Well, and I do is. wonder, as much as I want to support you and think it's great you're exercising this much, I do wonder if you're going to be able to exercise this much when we have two babies. I know. It'll be difficult. <laughs> I'm hoping I can. I don't know. I mean, yeah, me too. Of course I do too. But. Yeah. Um, we actually talked about this on a Geeks Next Door episode, if you want to go back a few weeks and listen to it, where Ryan brought up that there's these things are easy in theory. It's easy to get enough sleep in theory. It's oh, sure. easy to eat good in theory. Yep. It's easy to exercise in theory. And everybody knows this works, but it's not easy to do. <laughs> and I agree. It sucks. I think it helps if you have somebody help with you. That would probably doing it with you, going through it together and motivating you, that would help a lot. I'm not looking at you in any way. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> it reminds me of the time we were gonna learn Chinese as a household. Yeah, nobody would do it with me. <laughs> I had tried so hard and nobody would do it with me. In my defense, it wasn't just me. It was also Dave. Yeah, neither of them would do it with me. I hate the world. He even got us workbooks, guys. I got workbooks. <laughs> I did my workbook. And every week, nobody would do it with me. Because We were supposed to do weekly assignments in the workbook. Why? <laughs> me and Dave, when you weren't there, me and Dave would just look at each other. <laughs> Why would you not want to learn, better yourself? Learn a language. <laughs> And the best way to keep it is to practice it. You need somebody to practice. I hate you. This podcast is canceled. I'm canceling the podcast. The cat even doesn't like that. I would never have done that if you guys weren't like, yeah, let's go do that. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, hell no. We I don't remember getting, being excited about doing it. But why would I do it if you didn't say yes? Because I think it was your idea and you were real excited about it. No, 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 no. I guarantee you both were like, cool, we can do that. Consult Dave. He will remember. He will not remember. He'll be like, sure. Oh, my face is red. I was crying. That was funny. <laughs> okay. <sighs> All right. Oh. What's next? It wasn't a Weird Al song. I know. What are the odds? Well, because this is like one of the best songs to talk about science. That's true. Although I will say when you're looking for a clip to play, it's really hard. Because there's these long chords and then he goes, science! <laughs> so, it's like, can you just say science? <laughs> okay, so we had um, our appointment last Tuesday. 
we for did? the genetic testing. Remember, we had ultrasound. We haven't talked about this yet. No, it just happened on Tuesday. It feels like it was a year I told ago. This is going to be a long show today. Yeah, because I took Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off for my birthday, so I feel like it's been like a year since I've done sure. anything. So, anyways, yes, we did. Okay, and we went to there. To there on Tuesday morning, <laughs> and we checked in, and we got there kind of early. Yep. And then we met with the genetic counselor. Yeah. Tiniest woman I maybe have ever seen. She was fun, though. She was very nice. And then she had an intern or a resident with her. Yeah. <laughs> who didn't say much, but he was nice. He was an intern. He was learning, you know. Whenever I think of people that are really quiet and sitting there in, like, a learning capacity, I think of people that are, like, they are almost out of their element. You know what I mean? Because they're, like, they're just... It's new to them, and they're wondering what they should do. Well, I wonder at what point does he get to be the one talking and her listening? Right. So they haven't even got close to there yet. Yeah. <laughs> so so I gave him a pass for never saying oh, anything. Oh, yeah, he's fine. Yeah. In fact, I rarely looked at him. <laughs> so we talked to this woman as I was drinking water. So I had to have a full bladder. So I peed before I met with her, and then I had to drink water while I was meeting with her. Because we met with her for at least 45 minutes. Yeah. And she... So they each took out their stencil <laughs> and their piece of, and their worksheet. And then as we were talking, they were drawing shapes and connecting the shapes with lines. Yeah, you know why? Well, yes. Because they were doing their trigonometry, which they did both decided to do together as a household. Oh, but, my gosh. But <laughs> then they have... <laughs> they were not doing trigonometry. They were doing family tree stuff. Because <laughs> they wanted to know uh, medical history about our immediate family, um, about Persephone, if she had anything... Uh, genetically noteworthy. Speaking of which, had, aunts, uncles, had, cousins. Had they asked us, like, come with some of this information, and I would have been a much better prepared. <laughs> I, d- I knew it was going to be some family history stuff. And I will say, sorry, family, I know more about you, Chris's family, than Chris does. <laughs> oh, you know a lot more. What, are you kidding me? <laughs> but what are you talking about? It's your family, too. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, this that kid's kind mad. She gets mad. Um, yeah, you know a lot more. <laughs> um, but I don't know. It was interesting. They didn't go too far into detail. They're just like, what about this? Anything going on here? <laughs> kind of a thing. She did it very well, is what I was saying. Yes. Yes, she did. But yeah, um, their, their marks were kind of cool. Where yeah. they're like, they're stenciling out little squares and lines and stuff. And, so what the, and then after she did all of that, she was kind of like, there's nothing that jumps out at me from this. Like, we didn't have a bunch of lines saying that a lot of our relatives had multiple miscarriages or babies with Down syndrome or things like right, that. Nothing right. jumped out at her from the chart. Uh, and then she explained what we would do next, which was the ultrasound, where they would look for, um, does each baby have a nasal bone? Because not having a nasal bone developed yet can be a sign of a genetic problem. And then also measuring the fluid uh, in the back of their neck. And if it's that was weird to me. Well, everybody has it when at that developmental stage, but if it's a lot of fluid, that can be a sign of a genetic abnormality as well. Do I have it right now? I said at that stage. I don't think you'd still do because it's in your spinal cord. Oh, I thought it was in the back of my neck. The babies, it's in the back of their neck. Oh, but it's not in my neck, neck so, anymore. No. I'm touching my neck. I'm feeling I know liquid, you are, and it's kind of annoying. <laughs> but there's liquid in there. You know that you're not. Well, that's blood. Yeah, it could be. <sighs> and then she talked about a test. A blood test, which is just a finger prick. Um, I want a finger prick. And then they combine her, our genetic history plus the ultrasound plus that blood test and tell us, do we think, do we test positive? And all all testing positive means is you need more testing. 
Right. In you fact, have some things that could mean you have something, or the babies have something. Man, I took notes. I should pull up the notes you for did this. Take huh? notes. I took extensive notes. Oh, that would be helpful. I had numbers, and numbers were important to me. Um, so this test had the te- the test we're talking about right now has a ninety five percent, a five percent false positive rate. Right. So, but that false positive, if like they okay, so if they're like five percent of the time. They say you're going to need more testing because you yep. tested positive. Right. Of that, ninety uh, more than ninety percent of the time, the more testing comes back to be never mind. Fine. Everything's fine, yeah. right. <laughs> which I thought was interesting. The, the false positive rate does scare me. Well, yeah. In fact, look at my note. Amy knows more about my family than me. <laughs> That's true. I then took that note. Um, yeah. So cystic fibrosis. There, we both have to be carriers to pass it on. But right. it could be... And what th- I think we wrote that down because she also asked um, not only about our immediate family members, but our genetic, or, um, ethnicity, where are our ancestors from. Yep. And we are both European ancestry. Yep. And she said, well, with European ancestry, we, ch- we check for cystic fibrosis because one in four of us are carriers of cystic fibrosis yep. from the European descent, which I had no idea. I thought, yeah. I thought that was shocking. Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they do that by ch- checking the free beta HCG levels. That's what they call it. Um, nope. You're, now you're mixing up things. Oh, no. Cystic fibrosis is separate. Okay. You have to be tested separately for that. Okay. Now she's getting into the blood, the finger prick test to go along with the ultrasound. They're testing for the free That's beta That's what it was. HCG. And the PAP-A or whatever. Yeah. Um, did you get your finger pricked? I don't remember it. No, because then we talked about the other That's possible That's right. Tests. Check fluid, nose bone length. I have good notes. Levels of baby's blood chemicals in mom's okay. bloodstream. So, See, look at this stuff. Then, But then there's another test, which the other test can have a few different names. This company calls it Verify. I've heard it called Harmony 21. Maternity 22. And Maternity 22, um, where they take a tube of my blood. And they find the baby's DNA in my blood. Which is freaking weird. It is. It's amazing. The baby's DNA is floating in your blood. It just makes me think that you are weird. Women are weird. (laughs) They grow creatures inside them that also, those creatures become part of them, their blood. So, like, when the babies are gone, is that DNA still in your blood forever? I think it goes into your brain. What? (laughs) Well, yeah, I read things that, like, there's, that I still have Persephone's DNA somewhere in my body. Yeah, that's weird. I think it's kind of awesome. I think it's awesome, too. But I just, it is weird. I agree. I just think that you are, like, women are not as human as men. You're a different species, almost. <laughs> Can't believe Chris just said those words out loud. <sighs> I didn't say one was better than the other. Should I just I, said we're different species. Should we also species. say hashtag repeal the 19th? Did I say better? No. Did I say different? <laughs> yes. I even, I can back this up with evidence from a scientist. Women are from Mars. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Men are from Venus or something like that. I think it's written down in a law somewhere. So anyway, this test that was presented to us as an option may not be covered with insurance. That's why it's an option. I don't know yet if it's covered or not. It should be. The test itself was like $1,000, but if it's not covered by insurance, you call the company and they lower it to like 200 or <laughs> Which means insurance so, companies are stupid. And it's like, so it's only three years old, but it's 99% accurate. That for? What it's looking for. So here's what it does. So what is it looking for? That's yeah. what I'm saying. All these tests, they're not looking for every genetic abnormality. Right. They're looking for extra chromosomes or yep. missing chromosomes. Yep. So all the trisomy... Um, disorders. So Down syndrome is trisomy 21, which is the mo- people are usually familiar with Down syndrome. 
Yep, I know that one. Um, or trisomy 18 or trisomy 13. Yep, I know that one. Trisomy 18 and 13 are more severe than Down syndrome. Babies usually don't survive very long if they do survive to birth. Right. Which is why I wanted to do the test, because I, I personally can't do that again. And then you certainly would want to know about Down syndrome, because that's more common the older you are, and I'm an old lady now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that, But also, they, they also look for um, sex chromosome abnormalities. Yes. Which means they're looking at how many X's, how many Y's, are there extra things like that. That's correct. So we decided to go for this test. Can we just take one split second to yeah. say again, they take blood out of you, and they find the baby's blood in your blood. Yeah. I don't know... Why this is amazing to me, but it is amazing to me. It's amazing. <laughs> it's, it's weird. It's like you are not one person anymore. I am Legion. I'm three people. You're Legion. <laughs> well, four, if we count for 70s DNA, still mean it. Yeah, they're just, you're just... I am Legion. You're just becoming like this <laughs> multitude of person. Yeah. And I mean, think about our old neighbors. How many is Claire? Oh, good God. Claire's got like 30 people. Yeah. <laughs> not 30, but you Right. Know. She had a lot of babies. Yeah. That, that's cool. Okay. So, this test. Do we have the results to this test? Oh, I did want to say... So, if we just had one baby in there, they could tell us if it's a boy or a girl. Yes! If they, if, if it was one baby, it's 99% accurate of what gender it is. Mm-hmm. Two, they have no data on that. <laughs> right. So, what, what they told us when we got the test done was... They're going to be able to tell you a gender. Yep. So, you'll have one baby that's that gender. So, there's... Maybe you'll have two. <laughs> but you don't know yet. <laughs> but you will know at least one, which is kind of strange. But yeah. it makes sense. If they can just see chromosomes in the blood uh, from the babies, they don't know which baby is which. They don't know. It's just floating around in there and mind its own business, creating new legions. So they took my blood on Tuesday. Yes. And they said a week. And I got a call today. You did. This is something. You, this is what you wanted Chris to share with me. Chris does not know it? this yet because yeah. this is how we communicate and no. we're bizarre and don't tell each other. No. Things. To be honest, though, you said today, <laughs> I did say. approximately an hour and a half ago, I have some news. Would you like me to share it to you? With I you? said, do you want to know what I know before the podcast? Right. I said, <laughs> and I said, unless if it was a serious like bad thing, you would have told me. Right. And there's nothing I can't wait an hour and a half to know. Yeah. So she called. Um, and she was very chipper, and she said, I have good news. <laughs> Sorry. Well, because I tested I tested negative, which means... For babies? For needing more oh, genetic for all testing. The, oh, good, good, good. Okay. So I was very early there. So and the most common ones are probably ruled it's out. It's still probably, because the test is not for it's 95% sure. 95% of ac- accurate, yes. 99%. So I do feel pretty confident. Oh, we didn't talk about the ultrasound. We'll get to there. Okay. You're not bleeding, burn the lane here. <laughs> Fucking spit it out. <laughs> okay, so that's good news. And then she said, she said, I learned more about what they do with the sex chromosome testing. Okay. She said they look for Y chromosomes. Oh. So when that she said sense. that to me, I thought, then if there's no Y, we're having two girls. Yes. Because the Y chromosome is the male chromosome. Right. So they can tell you either, here's what they can tell us. You're having two boys. No, you're having at least one boy. Right. You're having two girls. Correct. That's it. Yeah. Those are the two cut things they can tell us. I wish maybe we had a drum roll ready. Just are you ready? spit it out. We have a Y. We have a Y what? <laughs> so we're having at least one boy. Yay. Give me a hug. <laughs> <laughs> so the bank's name will live on. It doesn't matter. I, I was already instilling in Persephone's mind that when she gets married. Oh, the poor thing. She would have had so many last names as part of her name. 
Persephone. She already had my last name. No, 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 no. I, I, I was telling Persephone this from a young age, and she understood that our name is very important, and that there's no reason why the boy can't change his name when you get married. Really? Yes. You didn't know that? Now, what about my last name? My name is very important. <laughs> you missed the you oh, missed the bank's name. It's very important. So that's how we were going to get around this fact. Uh, <laughs> so there's a okay. So there's a, at least one boy. At least one boy. So right now we know there are there's one boy. Two boys or a boy and a girl? No, we know that there's two boys or a boy and a girl. I don't know what you just said. Yeah, I said the same thing except for I said one boy. I know. <laughs> that would be weird. <laughs> that, yes. He's currently eating his other boy. No. Yes, there's either two boys or a boy and a girl. Yeah. And the odds say boy and a girl. I feel boy and a girl. And I, for selfish reasons, hope it's a boy and a girl. For a couple reasons. One is I, I liked having a little girl. Yeah, she was amazing. <laughs> Uh, and the second is, um, boy names are really hard. Oh my god, I hate boy names. <laughs> Why haven't they come up with better have, boy names? I already have a boy name I really like. I don't have a second one that I really like. Why don't they make better boy names? <laughs> it's got to be the easiest thing in the world to do, but they only make good girl names. I don't understand it. <sighs> That's true. All right. So, going backwards, um, the ultrasound. So we had the ultrasound. You had an ultrasound. Oh, the ultrasound. Whew, I have a note about this, too. Oh, I wonder what your note is about this. This ultrasound. Our tech was great. I liked her a lot. She was fun, and I liked her. And yeah. she kept apologizing. I kind of want to say, don't apologize. Yeah, we didn't care. Because <laughs> she got the babies mixed up, which was A and B, because of the way they are flipped, because of my uterus. Yeah. She was, Darn uterus. I didn't know. It felt to me like she was blaming your uterus, not herself. I have a, a retroverted uterus, which means it's or, or otherwise known as a tipped uterus. Which I, I do know family members of mine that have the same thing. So it must be genetic in my family. Well, did they do any genetic testing for that, for the babies? Are they going to have it? It's not a bad thing. I know. It's just a funny-shaped uterus. <laughs> funny-shaped. So they it like got them <laughs> got them in, like, different order for her. So she yeah, had to redo she had to redo everything, which so was fine. baby A, perfect cooperator, yep. perfect position, yep. nasal bone, um, fluid under the neck, perfect amount. Yep. We saw... Full, they also look at their brain and are there, is it all there? Do they have the skull all the way around? They're looking at everything. And then baby B uh, was not very cooperative. <laughs> no, go away. Nasal bone, yes, they saw that. But then she couldn't get him to be, him or her. I can yeah, say him now because yeah. maybe that's the boy. Yeah. Uh, to be in the right position. after, And she pushed on my stomach for at least an hour and it hurt. Yeah, it was a long time. Um, but she just couldn't, and she was like, cough. I was like, at this point, can she just get up and dance or something? Will that help? I did. I had a cough. I went to the bath. I emptied my bladder to see if that would help. I coughed again. No. I was helped. sore the next day from yeah. the pushing. Yeah. And she did say that. She's like, you're going to be sore. Yeah. So that didn't really work out very well. No, but and we got to see them a lot. Yeah. And so I put a picture of them out there. Where they're kind of sitting and... Looks like bunk beds, even though they're flipped. So they're they're actually in me side by side. Right. But (gasps) I was amazed at how many people on my Facebook feed don't know about this podcast. I know! (laughs) I was disappointed. We post things all the time, and people are like, congratulations! Like, But that was five episodes ago. How do you not know this? Well, maybe they... I don't know. No, I I think they just don't get it. What's wrong with you people that aren't listening? Because we talked about making pregnancy (laughs) announcements and how that's... a thing people do and how it's an, it wasn't a thing we were going to do. Well, we've kind of done it. And then we kind of had to because way. he put the picture out there and he tagged me in it. So then my friends were seeing it <laughs> and like sending me messages like, are you pregnant? And so I, then I had to put a thing out there saying, 
I can't believe you don't listen to the podcast, but if you don't, I'm pregnant. <laughs> well, even if you don't, I mean, you can. This we've been doing this. Well, no, I guess we've been doing the podcast for a long time. It's but called Expensive Science. We've been tagged in other people's posts about I know. this. I don't understand, but anyways, it doesn't. I think matter. people are bad at Facebook. So, here's what came. <laughs> what? I'm very bad at Facebook. Here's what came to me when I was looking at them in the ultrasound. It seemed extremely fragile. Yeah. Like, super duper fragile. Like, I don't think I'm going to let you do stairs anymore. I'm going to install an elevator for you, just in case. Because it, I don't know, it never really occurred to me. Like, they're trapped. They're in this protective case, you know, and it's nice. But just looking at them like that, it seemed like they're really, really fragile. <laughs> Am I going to even get to look at the Grand Canyon, or do I have to stay in the car? We'll see. <laughs> okay. I don't know. We'll see after this. After your lack of Chinese learning, maybe you'll just never go. <laughs> um, but it, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I, I am glad that we did it. And she also, which I didn't know, that now fancy ultrasound machines also can do the 3D. Yeah. And she did a 3D picture of baby A's face. Yeah. And usually when I've seen 3D ultrasounds, I think they looked bizarre and gross. But this one kind of looked kind of cute because you uh, could see... Looked like an alien to me. But, I mean, you could kind of <laughs> see tiny... It was like a tiny little face. What was it? <laughs> a I, tiny little face. Okay, I couldn't hear you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it just looked like an alien to me. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad you saw that. Starts already. The mom goggles starts already. Probably, that's probably <laughs> While true. in the womb. Probably. So I won't have another appointment until after we get back from our trip. Yeah. And then it's regular. And she probably at that one will just check heartbeat. Cool. But we do have our gender slash anatomy ultrasound where they check like the kidneys and the um, all that stuff and the gender. And they did that and a little that's bit. scheduled before Thanksgiving. They did what they could do here. She'd be like, right. oh, there's a spleen. There's the stomach. <clears throat> there's the bladder. I the think bladder. she would tell those bladder. because those yep. were like full of fluid. Yep. So then they show up on the ultrasound. And she was like, oh, there's the little bladder. Yeah. <laughs> she was really nice. To, I liked her a lot. Yeah. But she was nervous that we thought she was incompetent, which we didn't. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I blame your uterus. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, What's so next? So coming up next for us is we are going on a trip on Thursday. We are. I shouldn't tell everybody publicly that we're going. I wasn't ready for that. Yet. Okay, just making sure. Um, why? People are going to be here house sitting for us. So that is true. Mm, we're not really house sitting. She's. We're letting her stay get away from her parents for a little bit. Yeah, it's called she house. It's parents. called house sitting. <laughs> and there's like three attack cats that live in that. What are they? Yeah. <laughs> you break into this house, they will make you feed them before you rob it. That is absolutely true. <laughs> feed us and then rob them. <laughs> um. So I am very afraid of what it will be like to ride on an airplane in my current state. Oh. Interesting. Alright, so there's an incredibly lesser known song right there. Yeah, but uh, he, he does sing my name in a song, even though it's spelt wrong. Yeah, that's too bad. That's pretty great. Um, anyway, so we're going to Las Vegas. I think we can say where we're going. No, people will show up and they'll demand... Yeah, of course. Yeah, we're a friend of ours turning 40, um, so we're going to go out there to support his aging. Yeah, we have to stay in downtown Vegas because he's old. Yeah, he's old. He can't stay on the strip anymore, so it's too <laughs> um, bad. And we have to get up at about 4 a.m.? I'm getting up at, like, 5.50. Yeah, <laughs> you'll, you will miss the car ride. I'm pretty sure we're getting picked up at 5. Why? The flight's at 8. We're going an hour early. Oh, we're taking Jeremy's... Jeremy's driving us and leaving his car there. So he's leaving at... Seven. So he's got to be there at 5.30 and need to leave. So he, we, I, I believe we will be picked up at five. 
I haven't confirmed it yet because yeah. Jenny has talked to Jeremy, but I'm sure it'll be picked ah, up at five. Crap! I don't go to bed till three. <laughs> it's gonna it's suck. Gonna, you're gonna have to go to bed earlier that night. And, well, I'll give you a unisom. And I don't take those. <laughs> I would just sit in bed and look up at the stars. Why do you have to use them? <laughs> well, and then I could do that. I know, but okay, <sighs> so the early if I get up early too early, like I get I feel sicker than when I can sleep in. So I've got before. And when I'm not pregnant, I get motion sickness. <laughs> and I can't take any drugs for the motion sickness, but I'm going to wear C-bands and use the peppermint oils, which do seem to help. But I'm terrified of how sick I'm going to be. I can see that. I still have a barf bag from the hospital from my pr- the procedure in July that I never used. I didn't have to barf in it. Right, right. So I'm going to bring that with me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, people online suggested I tell the flight attendants when we check in if if they could move us to a seat closer to a bathroom because I'm pregnant and don't know if I'm how sick I'm going to be and sometimes they're really nice to you and they take pity on you and give you like ginger ale like right away and like oh, try to help you that's a good idea actually yeah. or yeah um because I think we had to pick our seats but I don't know for sure but something we could talk to when we get there so. yeah and um I need to get up a bit so I don't get blood clots which can co- are more common when you're pregnant and flying no oh. yeah. So <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so it'll be pretty uh, adventurous this airplane ride. Yeah, I don't know. And I hope that there's like a TV machine, like on our seat. Why? Well, because that makes the time go by faster. Oh, I'm gonna be sleeping probably. <laughs> so. Is there a cat throwing up? Probably. Who knows? She's okay. attacking things. All right. Um, but yeah, it should be a good time. We're going to we're gonna fly in and go see the Grand Canyon, go to the dam on the way back, maybe, and then party with our friends for a bit without wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also without water slides and without zip lines. For me. I'm going to zip line. Everybody else Sorry. gets to do all those things. I'm going to zip line. I don't know about the water slide, but I will be zip lining. Sorry. Well, the water slide, I guess, goes right through the shark tank. Oh, that's kind of so cool. That would be really cool. So you get to dodge sharks as you go down? It seems dangerous. Well, I mean, I think they're swimming around you. Yeah, it's dangerous if they're swimming around you. But you're in a tube. Are they in the tube? No. Can they access the tube? No. Sounds a lot safer now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that'll be fun. Um, hopefully things will go well. Maybe we can yeah. pay for our car repairs. Oh, yep. <laughs> um, just so you know, I think we added New Zealand this week. Really? I have not seen New Zealand before, so thank you to the listener out at New Zealand. In Middle Earth. You live in Middle Earth. I know. How awesome is that? <laughs> the only country, I believe, where sheep outnumber the people. <laughs> but you can go to Moria, so that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that would be amazing. I would like to go there someday. Yeah. They have the Shire still there, like, set up. I know. You want to go to Australia really bad. And if we went to Australia, we'd we just go, go to New Zealand. Zealand. Yeah, but we're not going we're there. We're to visit in Australia. <laughs> it's going to be years. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> All right, okay. anything else? Are we good? I think we're good. All right, thanks for listening. Um, you know our email address, expensivesciencebaby at gmail.com. If you've got any questions or want to share what your favorite candy bar is, uh, and I'm going to apologize now for any family members that found out uh, that we know one of the genders via this podcast and not like a personal message i hope you're not mad <laughs> yeah that what she said <laughs> goes double uh facebook page by the same name uh that's it we're off on vacation talk to you later say bye but oh bye i'm gonna give it everything i've got lady look please let the dice stay hot let me shoot a seven with every shot sir. Viva, Viva.